Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for the Guadney Automotive Basketball Post Game Show. Rebound, Milte. That's the ball game. Hogs are going to the Sweet 16. Hogs are going to the Sweet 16. Today's show is brought to you by Guadney Chevrolet in Jacksonville and Guadney Buick GMC in Sherwood. Log on to goguadney.com the next time you're in the market for a new or used vehicle. Arkansas has won. Arkansas to the Elite Eight for the first time since 1995. The show is also brought to you in part by Ortho Arkansas and First Security Bank. Now, to break down today's game, here is John Neighbors and Wes Moore. Williams out high, guarded by Cottrell. Gives it to Note, right wing, three-pointer good. Good start. Got a good start for the Razorbacks, and then they lead it from... Start to finish, 40 straight minutes of Arkansas basketball, and they knock off West Virginia today, 77-68. The ride continues for Arkansas, playing much better basketball. Defense is there, suffocating defense at times. And Arkansas goes into the Big 12 SEC Challenge and knocks off West Virginia. Hello, everybody. I'm Wes Moore. Glad you're with us. John Neighbors was at the game at Bud Walton Arena. He will be joining us in a bit. So Arkansas's record improves to 16-5. and that is, a, uh, that is something that's getting attention all of a sudden. They're in the NCAA tournament bracket. So was West Virginia, by the way. And the latest Joe Lenardi bracketologist or bracketology. West Virginia was ahead of Arkansas. So Arkansas is just going to keep moving on up. I think they were at 11 seed at, uh, the, on Friday's bracket. Got to move them up to a 10 or a 9, keep winning, and uh, everything's going to be just fine. How crazy is it? I was thinking about this on the uh, way in when Arkansas was 0-3, and we had people calling in and saying, it's not going to work this year. These transfers, it's not going to work. He missed on the transfers this year. Eric Musselman's going to have to learn to do something different. And look, I had my questions too. I'm not dogging on the callers because I didn't think it was going to be turned around. It was it was looking bleak after losing to a Vanderbilt that you knew you should have beaten. You lose to Texas A&M on the road and turns out, you know what, Texas A&M's not that bad. They're a bubble team right now. And then you didn't have J.D. Note against Mississippi State. So it, it was a, a rough start for Arkansas and things are – and all those transfers are looking good right now, aren't they? You look at those transfers with J.D. Note out, by the way, in the first half, limited to foul trouble, and I hear John chiming in now. We talked about this in the last postgame show. We were scared. What would it be like if J.D. Note was out? What this team could do? What it would look like offensively? And sure enough, the next game, we get to find out, John, what this team is about without J.D. Note. And you know what? I was surprised maybe even shocked that they played the first half without J.D. Note and went into the halftime leading 38-29. to Yeah, I thought there would be a good chance that the fact that they could maintain the lead, because they started off really well, and I thought that maybe, just maybe, they'd be able to hold their own, at least defensively especially, be able to keep West Virginia in check. But you mentioned it, Wes, the last time that we saw these teams out here, or Arkansas out there without Note, 
we were wondering, right, is this something that they can have confidence from? Is this something that they can learn from? And it certainly looked like that was the case today. They knew that is, hey, if J.D. Note goes out and he was out for over 16 minutes in the first half, we can still hold our own. We can still win games. We can still play really well. And that's exactly what the team did. And I was nervous about it again because, you know, you just, you always, especially against the defensive team like West Virginia, you were always just a little bit nervous. But kudos to Eric Musselman and the Razorback basketball team for stepping up in Note's absence. Note uh, had his second foul at three minutes and 26 seconds of game played in the first half. So that would be at the 1634 mark. And, and this team kept going. And I thought, I was like you, I'm like, okay, just. You know, try to maintain your lead. Don't get too far behind or keep the lead. And, you know, if it gets bad, then they'll stick him back in there. And, and it never got bad. They just kept playing and, and maintaining that lead, adding to the lead. Then West Virginia would make a run, and then they'd, they'd get that lead back up. So, you know, to me, West Virginia probably lost the game in the first half. That was their chance to jump on this Razorback team and have a lead. Yeah, and you know that if you're Bob Huggins, that's exactly what you're you're looking for. That's exactly what you're hoping for. He's like, when he goes out of the game, if you're Bob Huggins, you're like, okay, guys, this is our time to step up. Their best player, their best offensive threat is going to be on the bench for a while. Let's go out and let's take advantage of it. And they didn't. And, it, you know, of course, it came down to Arkansas's defense. But between Jalen Williams doing Jalen Williams things like he normally does, a D.C. Tony stepped up in a major way as well. You know, Stanley Amude got involved. They just, you know, that was a time where you thought that if West Virginia was going to have a chance to win, that would have been it right there. And I agree with you. When they couldn't, when they couldn't overcome that, or when they couldn't take advantage of that, that was a huge win for Arkansas. And in the second half, even though they made that run, the Arkansas never trailed in this game. They yeah. they maintained it all. They weathered the storm, and that's what good basketball teams do. John Neighbors joining us from Fayetteville. He was at the game. We'll take your phone call, 661-1037, 661-1037. Would love to hear from you. How are you feeling after the Razorbacks' win streak continues to climb? Neighbors, what was it like, man? What was it like at Bud Walton Arena? Well, the energy was definitely there. Uh, I was kind of disappointed with some of the nicer seats still were empty. Like, it wasn't major gaps or anything like that, but if you – I don't know how it looked on TV, Wes – but at least in person, there were some prime seats that were not being used. And so it's really disappointing to see that. But besides that, the energy was there. The student section did a great job of bringing it. Uh, I think the fans were definitely in. In fact, uh, to the start of the game, the fans didn't sit down for pretty much the first four minutes of the game until they took the under-16 timeout. And so it was it was definitely an atmosphere you were hoping to see. I was hoping to see more people there. But still, I, I mean, I'm just going to take a guess at it. There was still probably 16,000, 17,000 people there. Uh, and it was still a wild and energized atmosphere. And it was one that definitely helped the Razorbacks when they went on a lot of these runs. John, it sounded very loud when Arkansas went on that run in the second half and had the alley-oops and the dunks and they were flying around. It, it, it seemed like that was when the lid was about to come off the place. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, it's one thing if you have the team playing well because, you know, J.D. Note shooting really well or hitting threes and all that, and you'll take it no matter what. But I think fans were also so much more excited to see ball movement, to see uh, fast break points, which Arkansas, I think, had a game, a season high today, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was 22, 24 fast breaks points, which is not really Arkansas's game. But when they're, yeah, when they're doing that and then they're not only being able to, to get out there and run, but they're passing it really well. They're hitting the open man. They're taking good shots. Like all those things mixed in together, 
it, it just made it to where fans appreciated it and loved it that much more because they were playing like a beautifully crafted and great chemistry team. Like that's exactly what you were hoping to see. And it wasn't just one guy. It was a group effort from all of them. Who was your player of the game? Oh, it had to be DC Tony. Uh, to me, I don't know if uh, maybe he still had some animosity towards West Virginia back when he was at Pitt, and he just really uh, wanted this game a lot more. But between uh, some of his decisions, his aggressiveness, his defense, and then his uh, his offensive rebounds too, and uh, he uh, even Eric Musselman said in the post game show with uh, Chuck Barrett that he, he kind of he made sure to point him out and say just how awesome of a game he had. Uh, I know that Note got his, and Jalen Williams, of course, was phenomenal again, and. Uh, if anybody picked him to be player of the game, I wouldn't disagree. But to me, Tony stepping up and doing what he did today was was the difference for Arkansas. Yeah, rebounding was such a key in this game because West Virginia is a very physical team, and Coach said that they really harped on that. Arkansas out-rebounded West Virginia 44-26, to limiting them to a lot of times one shot, and then they were done. And Jalen Williams was a big reason why. He had 15 rebounds, a career-high 15 rebounds, another double-double for Jalen Williams. That's incredible. I mean, he is he is just so much fun to watch, Wes. You can just tell that he is – he was always good, but something's clicked. Something just happened. I don't know what point in time it happened either, but something's happened to where he has gotten so confident with what he does, whether it's going up and, and taking good shots, sh- shooting threes, which we know he's capable of as well. Uh, he can go in and take charges, as we all know. He's confident there. He's confident with blocking shots too. You know, there were times I felt like this year where he was a little bit more timid, not wanting to foul – but it certainly seems like he's become a lot more aggressive, and he's feeling himself a little bit, which is great because that's been a huge difference for Arkansas. But there's just something about him that's just turned on where he is not only playing at a high level, but he's doing it consistently, and that's exactly what Arkansas needs. Only 3 of 13 from the field tonight. His shots weren't falling like we've seen it before, and even had a couple inside the paint that normally those little jumpers go for Jalen, but not his night shooting the ball, but still had an excellent game with all those rebounds. Well, we're just getting started. When we come back, we'll take some of your phone calls. Phone lines are open, 661-1037, 661-1037. How are you feeling about this Razorback team now that they uh, knock off West Virginia to start this SEC Big 12 challenge? Your calls next. We'll hear from Eric Musselman a little later. This is the Guatney Automotive Post Game Show. The Big Game is brought to you by Pulaski County's only Buick GMC dealer. Guadney Buick GMC. Shop the latest GM has to offer. Encore, Terrain, Yukon, or the most advanced tailgating machine in the business. GMC Sierra. Give us a call. 945-4444 or shop us online, GuadneyBuickGMC.com. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. GMC, we are professional grade. Guadney for Buick, Guadney for GMC, Guadney for life. When you bank at First Security, you're choosing better for yourself and fellow Arkansans. Better service from friendly professionals who really invest in your goals. Better solutions with convenient tools and smart resources. And better support for the things that matter to you, as well as the communities that matter to us all. Because finding your better at First Security makes Arkansas better too. First Security. Bank better. Member FDIC. 
Now you have an all-new option to tackle sprains, strains, breaks, and pains when you or your child has an accident on or off the field. Make your first stop Ortho Arkansas Urgent Care in Little Rock or their new location in North Little Rock. Ortho Arkansas Urgent Care gives you immediate access to specialized orthopedic care without the cost and weight of an emergency room. And you'll get access to Ortho Arkansas's comprehensive orthopedic care for you or your young champion's needs. Find location and hours at orthoarkansas.com. Make this year your year in a Cadillac. Pursue your boldest ambitions in a Cadillac SUV. Or lead the way with the dynamic performance of a Cadillac sedan. Because in a Cadillac, only the exceptional awaits. So visit a Cadillac showroom and start your year in style today. Visit Parker Cadillac and Greg Orr Cadillac today. There is nothing better than calling the Hogs with your fellow Razorback fans, especially after the tremendous season Coach Pittman and the football team had. Now is the time to join the team and become a part of the Razorback Foundation. Fans can join for as little as $4.17 per year. The financial support provided by Razorback Foundation members makes a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience possible for more than 465 student-athletes. Your gifts provide scholarships, academic support, training, and nutrition, as well as professional and personal development assistance. Being a member allows you access to season tickets, priority seating and parking, tailgating, invitations to exclusive coaches and players events, as well as a lifetime full of Razorback memories. Your support will help the Razorbacks continue on the path of success and bring home even more SEC and national championships. Join by calling 479-443-9000 or visit RazorbackFoundation.com. That's 479-443-9000 or RazorbackFoundation.com. Go Hogs! Hey everybody, this is former Razorback quarterback and current U of A football analyst Quinn Grovey. You can catch me on Groovin' with Grovey in the zone with Wes Moore and Justin Avery, Thursdays at 11. Make sure to tune in as we break down the previous week's games, highlight great performances, and look ahead to who's next on the schedule. Groovin' Grovey is brought to you by Petty Jean Meats. With Petty Jean Meats, you can taste the difference. I'll talk to you Thursdays at 11 in the zone on your fun and game station, 1037 The Buzz. Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer is a proud sponsor of the big game. Since 1957, Guadney has had its own winning team. And with brand new team member Devo Davis, they can't lose. I'm proud to know I have the support of my personal hometown dealership, Guadney Chevrolet. Trading with Guadney is a slam dunk. Guadney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 982-2102, guadneychevrolet.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. Go Guadney or go home. To Jalen, they skip it left side on Dees Tony. Baseline finds Wade underneath for a two-hand slam. The Razorbacks breaking it open. Trey Wade with the dunk for the uh, Razorbacks, and Arkansas gets it done against West Virginia. I was just looking, uh, second half. We, we've been discussing, John, uh, how this uh, bench has been whittled down a little bit. In the second half, Trey Wade played all 20 minutes. J.D. Note played all 20 minutes. Dees Tony played all 20 minutes. Jalen Williams played 18 minutes and 22 seconds. He came out for a minute 38, and that's when Kamani Johnson came in. And then Devo played 12 minutes and 21 seconds. He and Amude, basically, it looks like when one's in, the other one is out. And Coach said in his uh, press conference with Chuck after the game that they wanted another ball handler in there because they thought West Virginia would maybe get after him a little bit and wanted another, another guy to handle the ball. I was very surprised 
with especially J.D. Note, no true point guard, honestly, that plays a lot on this team, turnovers being a problem for Arkansas, a lack of a point guard that we didn't see West Virginia pressing. And I, and then when Note went out, I would have thought, you, you got to get after them. And I don't know, did we see a full court press from West Virginia at all tonight? Very seldom, at least uh, from what I would what is expecting from a West Virginia team. But you're right. That's that's just so strange. And it's not like Bob Huggins. I respect yeah. him. I think he's a great coach. He's one of the best coaches out there that's probably never won a national championship. But when I saw just knowing what Arkansas is, when we get to watch them, it's like, man, if you go up against a pressing team or a team that puts a lot of pressure on you, it's going to be tough. And I thought West Virginia would do that, and they didn't at all. And so – I don't know if maybe that was by design. I don't know if maybe they thought that they'd be able to beat them in a different way. I'm not totally sure, but I'm with you, Wes. I thought that that would have been something that Bob Huggins just would have been drooling over to go up against a team with no true point guard that turns the ball over all the time. Like that would be uh, that type of team, that type of matchup dream. But for whatever reason, he just didn't do it. I, I have no idea why. Joe Klein was on the broadcast crew. He got called into duty. Uh, I guess Dane Bradshaw got uh, stuck in uh, the snow on the East Coast and couldn't get out. And so Joe told me that he got the call last night about 9 o'clock. Hey, we need you to go to Fayetteville. So he was at the game. I guess he got to talk with uh, Bob Huggins, and he said during the broadcast that this isn't his best trapping team. And so maybe they're just not good at it. And he was afraid that, you know, they couldn't trap Arkansas and they'd be running and gunning and that would, you know, maybe pick up the tempo and dunks and the crowd would get into it. I don't know. But Joe did say this isn't his best full court trapping team. So they didn't they didn't do it much at all. We got a couple guys lined up. Let's go to the phone lines and bring in Jacob. He's in Hot Springs. Jacob, welcome to the Guatney Automotive Post Game Show. Hey West, uh great win for Arkansas today. I uh I think they are uh, like a way of West Virginia way that one they uh, then uh, they had a uh, must have to call timeout then they keep the post day one so so they are uh, one six in a row then uh, we play uh, Georgia next week at Georgia that's gonna be a win and then they play Mississippi State at home so West uh, all they uh, tournament team for for they win. Yeah, Jacob, thank you for the call. Uh, first of all, I wouldn't say that that's a win at Georgia. We've already seen Georgia is capable of beating some teams, and they got a quality win last week against Alabama. And uh, I, I'm i just not going to say that's a win. Uh, not on the road against anybody in the SEC. They should win. They'll be favored to win. I'll give you that. Then they come back home against Mississippi State. They should They should win, and they'll be favored to win that. I, I, th- this is a tournament team. I mean, Lenardi says they are a tournament team right now. And when you play as good of defense that Arkansas plays, John, they're a tournament team. When you can hold a team, what is the stat now? Is that four straight games holding a t- five straight games holding a team under forty percent shooting? When you can play defense like that, you're a good team. You're a tournament team. That's even something that Musselman said in the press conference, Wes, or the uh, after the game interview. He said. That's elite defense. It's like when you have five straight games, when you're holding opponents under 40% field goal percentage, he says that is elite defense, and he's right. It is elite. And I've, I've just been so impressed by his ability to, to get this thing turned around and the defense turned around. And, and another thing, Wes, is that they, they're, what, 16-5 and five now? We, I kind of put the number at to 21. 
They need five more wins to feel good about being in the NCAA tournament. And with the schedule ahead, it'll be tough. But I, I like their chances, man. They're a tournament team. I don't think there's any doubt about it. Let's uh, go back to the phone lines. Bring in Lane. Uh, Lane, welcome to the Guatney Automotive Post Game Show. Hey, Wes. Uh, yeah, y'all kind of uh, stole my thunder on that. That's what I've been impressed with in this uh, win streak is is the defense. I mean, we knew a good while back this team wasn't a very good shooting team, but I tell you, it just goes back to old school that defense makes up for them insufficiencies. Uh, earlier in the year, this team couldn't stop them. Stop, stop stop y'all from beating them in a buzz personality game. I mean, there just wasn't this kind of defense. I don't know what kind of light switch Coach Muffman hit, but hey, keep up the good work, guys. Thanks, sir. Thank you, Lane. You know what? And all of a sudden, uh, Arkansas, it wasn't a great shooting night, but it wasn't bad. They shot uh, 45% from the field. You know, they scored 77 points. Of course, a lot of that coming from the free throw line where, fellas, ladies, once again, got to give Arkansas credit. They made 28 of 34 free throws. That percentage is 82.4%. I think every college out there wow. will take that. Yeah, yeah. And because, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm sure you got the box score in front of you, Wes. I feel like Devo missed probably, what, three or four of those free throws himself. So, you know, I know that you never want to take out one player because it's a group effort, but. Uh, it just shows you that, you know, Devo was the one that was really missing the majority of those free throws or a big part of them. And uh, a lot of those guys, like uh, D.C. Tony, again, to go back to him, you know, he he seems like a guy just because of the way he plays. He doesn't have a jump shot. I mean, not, not really. He doesn't shoot threes well. He doesn't have elbow jumpers. He's not a guy. But when he goes to the free throw line, he hits them. I, and, he, and that's exactly what you want out of a player like him. I, I think the people feel good about him. They feel good about Note stepping up. Even Jalen Williams stepping up. So, yeah, there's a reason why that this team – offensively is, is being able to score points because they get to the free throw line more than anybody else in the country. But also, I, I just really like the fact that it's, it's as simple as putting it as this. The team, when they struggled, it was because they were terrible at defense. Now they're good at defense, and look what's happening. I mean, it, it, it sounds simplistic because there is a lot of other things and a lot of other moving parts, but that's literally the thing you point to of why this team is good where three or four weeks ago they weren't. It's defense. They turned on the switch. Their defense is, is as good as they've been playing all year long, and that's why they're winning games. Simple as that. Audis Tony was 7 of 8 from the free throw line. Uh, Jalen Williams was 5 for 7. And then Devo Davis was 3 for 6. That's your six misses right there. Everybody else was perfect from the free throw line. Trey Wade, 4 for 4. Uh, Stanley Amude, 3 for 3. Note, 2 for 2. And Chris Likes was 4 for 4. So, yeah, they had six misses. You're right. Devo huh. had half of them at three. Uh, let's go to CC. CC, welcome into the Guatney Automotive Post Game Show. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey. Hey. Hey, uh, Wes, I got a question for you, man. I, uh, earlier this week on uh, your show, um, a couple callers had called in, and I was kind of in and out and wasn't able to listen. But uh, did we ever get any kind of uh, verification on the question about the whole uh, shooting free throws bad in practice, good in the game, we can shoot lights out in practice, and the whole uh, uh, practice court, home court, did we ever get any any information about that on are we practicing on the home court uh, more than the practice court, or did we ever hear anything about that? Yeah, we had Devo on the show the next day, and I asked him that, and I said, can you put it in a percentage? You know, how, how often y'all practice and shoot on the practice court is, uh, versus Bud Walton Arena. And he's like, man, I can't really put a percentage on it. But he said, I would like to shoot more 
inside Bud Walton Arena. But he said, we can't always practice in there because, you know, the, the girls are in there sometimes and other things are going on. But he did say, it's up to us, it's on us, if we're practicing in the practice court on our own time to get into Bud Walton Arena when we can and shoot more in there. And so, yeah. you know, to answer your question, I think Devo said it, you know, best. They would probably like to practice more in there. Um, but, you know, you, you got to find time to get in there and make that your home arena. All right, Wes. I appreciate it, brother. You bet, CC. Thanks for the call. You know, John, in defense is something we honestly harped on from the beginning when they were losing those games and giving up 80 points. Defense is kind of what created a little tension in the second half. They got up to a big lead there in the second half, and it looked like they were just going to blow West Virginia out of there. Uh, the biggest lead for Arkansas was 19 points, and that was with uh, about 16 minutes to go. And I was like, well, it's game. This I said it. It's over. Okay, they're done. And there was a little lapse by Arkansas defensively. West Virginia knocked down a couple threes, a couple jump shots, and they made it a ball game or at least got it down to single digits. I think they got it down to five at one point. And uh, but it was a you know it was a little lull in their defense. Yeah, I think uh, Arkansas just got very complacent and comfortable. Uh, I think that you could tell just where they got that big lead and the energy was there. And, and Bob Huggins calls his timeout and everything. It's almost like kind of the team felt like you did, Wes. Where it's like ah, this game's over. They're they're going to move on. They're going to win this game easy peasy. And they ended up, of course, going against a team like West Virginia and a team that's coached by Bob Huggins. He's a really good coach. You can't sleep on them. They're going to fight back. They're going to charge back, and that's exactly what they did. And so you got to give a lot of credit to them, but also give credit to Arkansas weathering that storm where we go back to them winning different ways. They won it in this way where they had the big lead. It got cut to five points. It seemed like West Virginia had all the momentum, but Musk calls a timeout. They settle them down, and then they go back out, and they start playing well again. So it's it's just it's a game of runs as we all know basketball is a game of runs especially college basketball and arkansas went on their run west virginia went on their run and arkansas luckily was just the team that went on more runs did you get the sense and you know i'm not the biggest on officials and referees did you get a sense when it got up to 18 19 points west virginia got some calls arkansas didn't get anything and then it gets down to five they call that timeout arkansas came out I think they called three fouls on one possession. And all of a sudden, Arkansas started getting all these – you know, the conspiracy theorist to me wants to say they were trying to make this game a little more entertaining, a little closer. And then when it got a little closer, they're like, oh, all right, all right, we got to we got to get back to doing what we were doing. Yeah, it's like – I hate to, like, say that's a thing, but, man, it certainly seems like it happens a lot in college basketball. And I, I think when that stretch happened, it got chippy. Like, uh, Odyssey Tony was definitely feeling, you know, very obviously feeling himself and feeling very good and, you know, kind of was chirping a little bit, just like the West Virginia guys were chirping a little bit, and they had to separate him and talk to him. So I think a, a big part of that, which I'm, you know, the officiating, you know, one way or the other, West Virginia's going to foul a lot just because of the style they play, and I think that there was way too many fouls called for sure, but it just seemed like that they were trying to call it a little bit tighter when – Emotions started getting a little high to just say, "All right, let's let's separate these guys. Let's let's get them back on track and get them focused in." But yeah, I kind of had that feeling too, though, where it's like as soon as Arkansas goes on that run, suddenly they're they're calling cheap fouls, and I hate that. I hate that in basketball. I hate I hate that that's even a thing that we have to discuss because it seems like it is. It seems like it is a thing that 
refs will be like, all right, well, too many fouls being called this way. Just call the game, you know, just call the game. It's the way it's supposed to play and the way you should, no matter if there's two seconds on the clock or 20 minutes left on the clock. Just go out there and call the game the same. I, I got that vibe, though, too, Wes. And I don't know what it looked like from the from the uh, broadcast either, but it, it just seemed like the reps started that way where they were going to be calling a lot of fouls. It seemed like they just set that precedent pretty early. All right, we'll take one more call before we hit the break. Anthony, I know, is fired up. Anthony, call those hogs. Woo-tick-do-it. Arkansas Razorback. Are you kidding me? No, they did it. Good job, didn't they, boy? They were shooting threes and twos. And, man, I thought they were going to lose once out there. Come on, Arkansas. Y'all can do better than that. But do y'all really think Arkansas can really get in the NCAA tournament? I leave it up to y'all. No doubt, Anthony. No doubt. Uh, this is uh, the way they're playing right now. It's the NCAA tournament team. And I, I counted it up. I was looking at Lenardi's bracket yesterday, and I think they have, uh, counting today's game, because, you know, he had West Virginia in the tournament. They had six right. more games with teams in the NCAA tournament. Of course, their SEC schedule is about to get tough, playing Auburn, Alabama, LSU again. Florida's a bubble team. Uh, they're not in right now. Um, there was a uh, – I can't remember who all it was, but um, – oh, Tennessee right. twice. That's, that's, Tennessee that's twice. So, yeah, that's there are plenty of chances for Arkansas to get some quality wins and solidify oh, yeah. their place in the NCAA tournament. Right, and I like that five-game winning streak. You know, that's going to be really good on their resume. And uh, Arkansas, you know, they got a good team. They're young, but, you know, they're going to lose some, which we understand that. And Eric Buss is trying to teach them, you know, you can't win every game, but you, at least you win if you're trying. So, you know, Ben Stewie, raise the bag, Fayetteville, Arkansas. I'm going to leave it up to y'all. Thanks, Anthony. We'll talk to you Tuesday. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll hear from Eric Musselman. We'll get his thoughts on the win over West Virginia. This is the Guatney Automotive Postgame Show. Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer is a proud sponsor of the big game. Since 1957, Guadney has had its own winning team. And with brand new team member Devo Davis, they can't lose. I'm proud to know I have the support of my personal hometown dealership, Guadney Chevrolet. Trading with Guadney is a slam dunk. Guadney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 982-2102, GuadneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. Go Guadney or go home. Now, you have an all-new option to tackle sprains, strains, breaks, and pains when you or your child has an accident on or off the field. Make your first stop Ortho Arkansas Urgent Care in Little Rock or their new location in North Little Rock. Ortho Arkansas Urgent Care gives you immediate access to specialized orthopedic care without the cost and weight of an emergency room. And you'll get access to Ortho Arkansas's comprehensive orthopedic care for you or your young champion's needs. Find a location and hours at orthoarkansas.com. When you bank at First Security, you're choosing better for yourself and fellow Arkansans. Better service from friendly professionals who really invest in your goals. Better solutions with convenient tools and smart resources. And better support for the things that matter to you, as well as the communities that matter to us all. Because finding your better at First Security makes Arkansas better too. First Security. Bank better. Member FDIC. 
In November of 1963, resident gangster Oni Madden asked a beauty salon owner to open her shop to give a friend of his from New Orleans a haircut. She never learned the stranger's identity until the next week when she saw him on television shooting Lee Harvey Oswald. Madden's friend from New Orleans was none other than Jack Ruby. The Gangster Museum of America and the Hattery. Come learn the history. The Gangster Museum and the Hattery. And remember, if you can't find a hat in here, you need your head examined. Gorgeous gaming, stunning streams, unbelievable bandwidth. Welcome to another Lifestyles of Gagillionaires. Meet the AT&T Fiber customers winning at life with hyper gig speeds. Say hello to the Walkers, a family of not one but four gagillionaires, each living up their gagillionaire life at ludicrous internet speed. First up, Anna Walker. She dominates streaming like the matriarch she is. No show ever goes unwatched under her watch. Next episode. Next up, Peter Walker. There's no stopping this dad bod from showing up to his virtual workout sessions. Oh, let's go leg day. And finally, the Walker twins. They may look alike but couldn't internet more differently. Harry dominates his fellow online gamers while Heather group video chats with friends. Ooh, nice background filter, Jess. Live like a gagillionaire. Get internet that upgrades everything. AT&T Fiber, now with speeds up to 5 gigs. Limited availability in select areas. Speeds not guaranteed. Single device wired speed, max 4.7 gig per second. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. When you do something for over 40 years, you get really good at it. Like Bill here. He's been throwing darts for over 40 years. With a twist of his wrist, he can start a fire in the fireplace. Order takeout. Joe's Pizza. And sink a hole in one. Stupendous shot, Bill. We're a lot like Bill throwing darts. Except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance. Protecting your business and your family for over 40 years. The Big Game is brought to you by Pulaski County's only Buick GMC dealer. Guadney Buick GMC. Shop the latest GM has to offer. Encore, Terrain, Yukon, or the most advanced tailgating machine in the business. GMC Sierra. Give us a call. 945-4444. Or shop us online. GuadneyBuickGMC.com. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. GMC. We are professional grade. Guatney for Buick, Guatney for GMC, Guatney for Life. Hogs in the half court, Note out high. It's a high ball screen from Williams, drives the right side of the key, gets to the basket, lays it in. Reverse layup with a left hand, Note hard to the rim. Razorbacks are up 10 to 4. Welcome back to the Guatney Automotive Game Show. Wes Moore, John Neighbors, and that may have been J.D. Note's best shooting performance as a Razorback. Shooting percentage. He was six of eight, John. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, it's that's efficient. I'm used. I like. I. It's amazing you put that out there because I thought he shot a lot more than that. But I guess when you're making the shots and you got other guys helping you out, and also you don't, you know, play for 16 minutes in the first half. Uh, that that's kind of the numbers you put out. So yeah, that's that's impressive. I was surprised that uh, also he didn't shoot because how many end up threes did he end up shooting in the game? Uh, I'm looking at the two. stats. One for two. That's wild. Yeah. So, hey, they didn't need him today, luckily, but that's not a number and not a stat sheet you'd expect from Note. They were three for 14. Three different players made one three-pointer. Let's hear from Eric Mossman and get his thoughts on the victory. That's why. I know. Before we start, is Tara, we're going to miss you. I know it's the last day. All the coaches on campus, appreciate everything. We'll miss you. 
this, I, I'm going to, I had this sign up because um, I bought one of those uh, boxes for Ludacris. And my wife told me uh, this morning that she gave all the tickets away to her friends. So anybody that can get me in tonight, I would really like to hang with Ludacris. Okay, sorry, I'm not, I'm not trying to follow that up. Um, <laughs> Eric, I don't know if you keep track of this stuff, but ask, I was asking about DC. When he was a pit, he was 0-2 against West Virginia, didn't have very good games. I didn't have to look that up. I could have guessed that. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm just wondering uh, how you thought he played today, and do you think he had a little extra edge to him because he was tired of losing to these guys? I will say this, uh, a DC Tony tonight was absolutely phenomenal. No plays run for him. Six of eight from the field, seven of eight from the foul line, seven rebounds, two offensive, 19 points, three assists, and add in the fact that his primary defensive assignment was Taz Sherman. And you look at the two primary scorers, Sherman and, and, and McNeil, one four for 11, one three for 11. Uh, one of Sherman's threes was a loose ball scramble off an offensive rebound where it wasn't a true half court set. And then he got a basket at the end of the game. So phenomenal, phenomenal defense uh, by a DC. And, you know, when you have a guy his size playing that position defensively, it, it's, it's really changed who we are. I mean, six straight games of holding opponents under uh, 40% from the field is kind of unheard of, to be honest with you. So it's really a, a great accomplishment from a defensive standpoint. I know, Adisa, I know he scored 20 against Vanderbilt, but obviously this was a lot better game for you guys. Do you think this was maybe his best all-around game of the season? And Do you feel like he's getting back to playing like he was earlier? Yeah, I thought he played great in Kansas City at, at, at both games there. Uh, obviously, you know, he played good against Vandy, played great tonight. I, mean, I think he's in a comfort zone right now. Um, we did a great job sharing the ball offensively. Um, so a lot of really good things happen tonight when you take in the fact that, you know, obviously J.D. is the leading scorer in the league. Uh, to, to for him to only play three minutes in that first half and for us to be able to survive and play well. Um, I thought Chris Likes did a really good job in the first half um, while while J.D. was was uh, over there resting his legs for the second half. And then I thought J.D. was awesome the first three minutes of the game. I mean, he got us off to a to a scorching start, made us, you know, offensively feel comfortable, feel in a zone. Uh, from a rhythm standpoint, and then he and then he helped us so much down the stretch in the second half. Coach, that's a, a West Virginia team that's kind of built around toughness and physicality. And I mean, you guys had 34 free throw attempts tonight. You were plus 18 on the boards, plus 10 in the paint. Uh, I, I guess that was an area of emphasis for you. And then, what does that say about the toughness of your team? Yeah, I mean, we talked about you know Coach Huggins' teams uh, year after year after year after year after year after year, whether he's at you know Walsh College or whether he's at at, uh, at Akron or Cincinnati or West, like they're tough, man. They're, he, he doesn't recruit guys that aren't tough. Um, so what did we talk about the last two days? Drawing free throws and rebounding. And if we didn't rebound, we were not going to win flat out. And, uh, you know, we have all these sheets up and do all this stuff in our walkthrough and going through all their offensive uh, sets and their play call. It really didn't matter tonight. It was like, you better go rebound or you're not winning the game. And I thought defensive boards, we were, we were, we were phenomenal. Evo didn't shoot the ball, I guess, particularly well. He's two for nine, but had six boards, three assists, and had your second best plus minus rating. I guess, what did you think of his play when he came in? I guess for JD, that was a pretty big spot for, for him to come in in the first half. Yeah, I thought in the first half, Devo and uh, and Chris did a great job. Kind of both those guys played 
played the point guard position. We ran certain sets for Chris. Then we ran certain sets with, with Devo at the, at the point, but obviously when JD went out, you know, there's concern of who's going to step up. And, and like I said, I thought, I thought Chris was, was really, really productive tonight, played his minutes extremely well. So both of them did a good job, Scott. Stanley, I know he in the first half picked up a little bit of the offensive slack um, with no out. Yeah, I thought Stan was awesome. I mean, you know, as a coach, you know, you, you go back home and you reevaluate stuff and you watch the film and, you know, maybe down the stretch, I should have played Stan a little bit more. I mean, that would be one of the things right off the bat that, that I'm thinking about, you know, maybe I could have been, done a little bit better job um, of putting him back in uh, for four to five minutes because he because he deserved it. He earned it. He played so well. Uh, in the first half, he, you know, we've been on him to rebound the ball better. He's doing what we ask. Um, and so sometimes you got to go back home and, and, and reflect on things. And that's, you know, quite frankly, that's one of the things that'll probably gnaw at me a little bit that, that, that he didn't get a little bit more opportunity the last 11 minutes. Cause he certainly deserved it. Hey, Eric, they, they cut it to four or five or five or six or something. And then uh, Adis had, uh, I think, five straight points there. How important was that? Just what did you think of that kind of mini run he went on? Yeah, we talked about, even at halftime, you know, that they were going to go on a run. There was a run in them because they play hard and they're well coached and they have a couple really, really talented offensive players. And just, you know, weather the storm. And, uh, you know, we came out of that. There was a timeout. We were all overly enthusiastic, pumped up. The crowd was into it. And then they kind of did a great job. What what a tough team would do. They came out. They they played hard. They they chipped away. They hit a couple threes. But we didn't fold. I mean, I was in the huddle, and guys were still smiling and, and focused. And they know, like, if you just get some two def defensive stops in a row, you can go back on your own run. And I give our guys a lot of credit. I also give West Virginia a lot of credit for keep coming at us when we got that thing. Uh, up in double digits in the second half. And that's exactly what we were talking about at that point where Arkansas calls the timeout, they stop that run, and then they respond with a run of their own, and they end up winning it 77-68, uh, to 68, win by nine. And by the way, they covered. That was one of those – that line came out yesterday. I think it was seven and a half. I don't know what it finished at, but it was, it was like, huh, okay. It seems like a lot. I think this is going to be a closer game, but Arkansas covers once again. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. And you, you mentioned the timeout. Like, the thing about Musselman that I, I kind of frustrates me, Wes, I don't know how you feel about it, but I feel like there's times, man, where I wish you would take a timeout sooner. Now, obviously, you can't complain much when you get a win like this, but he doesn't like taking timeouts when the other teams go on runs. He likes the teams to kind of handle it themselves, which could be helpful, I guess. But uh, it seemed like, man, it makes you wonder if he would have called a timeout, you know, four or six points before – they kept on that run, like maybe would have, uh, maybe would have uh, squandered or squashed that a little bit sooner. I, I don't know. I don't know how you feel about it, but it just always seems like sometimes he waits very to the last minute to call a timeout when the other team's on a run. You know, we uh, we all can have that feeling watching a game. You're like, okay, other team's going to call a timeout here, and normally they do. With Musselman, you're like, okay, call the timeout. He does it, and it may be another possession or two before <laughs> he finally does it. But I know exactly what you're talking about. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll hear more from Eric Musselman. We can take more of your phone calls. This is the Guatney Automotive Post Game Show.
The Big Game is brought to you by Pulaski County's only Buick GMC dealer. Guadney Buick GMC. Shop the latest GM has to offer. Encore, Terrain, Yukon, or the most advanced tailgating machine in the business. GMC Sierra. Give us a call. 945-4444. Or shop us online, GuatneyBuickGMC.com. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. GMC. We are professional grade. Guatney for Buick. Guatney for GMC. Guatney for life. This is Pat Bradley for Excel Electric. It's always good to have an electrician you can trust. When sparks are shooting out of your light switch, you need to know who to call. Excel Electric and Benton services all of Central Arkansas. They'll help with problem solving if you need an electrical repair or simply need a ceiling fan hung or that new big screen TV installed. They do it all and at a reasonable price. Call Scott at Excel Electric, 501-776-7201. With over 30 years in the industry, Excel Electric has you covered. 501-776-7201. Now, you have an all-new option to tackle sprains, strains, breaks, and pains when you or your child has an accident on or off the field. Make your first stop, Ortho Arkansas Urgent Care in Little Rock or their new location in North Little Rock. Ortho Arkansas Urgent Care gives you immediate access to specialized orthopedic care without the cost and weight of an emergency room. And you'll get access to Ortho Arkansas's comprehensive orthopedic care for you or your young champion's needs. Find a location and hours at orthoarkansas.com. When you bank at First Security, you're choosing better for yourself and fellow Arkansans. Better service from friendly professionals who really invest in your goals. Better solutions with convenient tools and smart resources. And better support for the things that matter to you, as well as the communities that matter to us all. Because finding your better at First Security makes Arkansas better too. First Security. Bank better. Member FDIC. This is former Razorback and Cowboy quarterback Clint Sterner. Catch me in the zone with Justin Acre and Wes Moore for the Monday morning quarterback segment every Monday at 1030 during the football season. We'll be talking Arkansas football, the SEC, and what's happening around the country across the entire college football landscape. We'll, of course, always spend a little time getting into what's happening in the NFL. Monday morning quarterback is brought to you each week by Motorsports Authority. Check them out at msastore.com and catch us every Monday at 1030 on 103.7 The Buzz your fun and game station. This is Pat Bradley for the Wood Grill Buffet. Comfort food at its finest. Open Thursday through Sunday for lunch and dinner, the largest salad, food, and dessert bar you have ever seen. 70 salad items, 30 meats, 55 side items, and 25 desserts. It's a spread if you want to eat light or eat like a pig, like me. You do remember that I was a pig from 1996 to 99. Heck, I'm a lifetime pig. So go see my friends at the Wood Grill Buffet, 1916 Congo Road in Benton, but you better be hungry when you get there. Life on the road is full of long days and sometimes even longer nights. Luckily, Quick Trips Travel Center in North Little Rock has everything a road warrior needs to keep on trucking. Extra clean bathrooms, tons of tasty food options, an amazing assortment of beverages, and fast, friendly service to help drivers get in and out. It's why QT is so many people's favorite fueling spot. Stop on in today and see for yourself. QT. More than a gas station. Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer is a proud sponsor of the big game. Since 1957, Guadney has had its own winning team. And with brand new team member Debo Davis, they can't lose. I'm proud to know I have the support of my personal hometown dealership, Guadney Chevrolet. Trading with Guadney is a slam dunk. Guadney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 982-2102. GuadneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. Go Guadney or go home. 
Ahead to Tony flying high for a one-hand finish. Audis with a throwdown. Audis, Tony led the Razorbacks in scoring today. 19 points, 7 rebounds, and he played some really great defense as we heard from Eric Musselman a few minutes ago. We got more from Coach Musselman. Let's get his thoughts on this win over West Virginia. Adis and that little run. Adis was awesome, you know, because he pounds the offensive glass. It's, you know, it's one thing when a guy scores and you run and plays for him. It's another thing when he – like, those are bonus points. When a guy gets 19 and you never call a play for him. Like, so those aren't things that we're manufacturing as a coaching staff. Um and a lot of his plays are, are kind of back-breaking plays for the opposing team because they're offensive rebounds and they're loose ball garbage points that, that a DC outreacts people on. A few games in a row, that starting lineup is just playing at such a different level relative to any other combination. Like, how do you describe the way they're playing? Because it's a combination you said you couldn't even see playing at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I mean, as my wife said, you're the dummy that didn't figure this out 10 games ago. It's on you. Um, but – in all reality, nobody on our coaching staff, no one in the building, nobody said, hey, let's try this thing. And um, I was being honest when I said, I, what would my dad do when we were struggling? Because um, he was my idol, and I know what he would have done. He would have just played the five biggest, strongest, most physical guys that you could put out there and not care about the position. And that's kind of what we did, and we stumbled onto something um, that – I never would have thought a DC would have been playing the off guard when we started this summer and never would have thought that that combination of guys, but Trey Wade is, is, you know, there's, there's, there's always these intangible guys, you know, that regardless of position, everybody likes playing with everybody trusts, never takes a bad shot. Trey Wade actually guarded McNeil down the stretch. So we had a power forward slash backup center guarding their off guard and chasing them around screen. So a lot of really good things. Um, again, we probably should have figured it out a little bit earlier if, you know, if we're smarter. Coach, it's so unique to be able to step outside of league play in late January and, and play a game like this. If you win, yeah. If, if you win, of course. Uh, just just curious, you know, how, how much does that help the resume? And, you know, just I guess what are your overall thoughts now after getting this one on just the body of work and non-conference play? Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously uh, – you know, beating West Virginia, um, you know, Cincinnati, K-State, those are those are three really quality wins. Um, you know, the resume stuff and all that, like the only thing I'm worried about, and it's already up in the locker room, is Georgia. Um, they beat Alabama uh, at their place. We've got six games in a, in a row. It's really hard to sustain focus and energy uh, when you're winning game after game. Uh Nobody in Athens gives a crap that we've won six in a row. They're going to come after us. We've got to get ready to play. Uh, coach Crean's an excellent coach. Um, so the resume stuff, I mean, maybe, you know, when I was figuring out college basketball at Nevada, I watched all that stuff all the time, and it will drive you crazy. There's so much basketball to be played that, you know, no offense to uh, Joe Lenardi and all those dudes, but there's there's a lot of basketball still to be played. So, how do we go beat George is the only thing that, you know, that we should, that any of us should care. Not you guys, you got your job, but the only thing that we should care about, meaning our internal locker room. No doubt 10 more SEC games to go, John. It, it is. There's a long way to go. The SEC tournament and uh, hopefully the NCAA tournament. Good win, but I love what he said. It's already on to Georgia because, you know what? You don't go and play ball against Georgia 
they can beat you. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's listen, this is the SEC. This is a conference that's really up their game in uh, the competitiveness. And even though Georgia is one of the worst teams in the SEC, they're still good enough to beat you. Like, we've seen that already. They beat Alabama. And we've seen, uh, quote, bad teams get good wins in this conference. It happens. You know, Vanderbilt beat Arkansas and Bud Walton. Like, sometimes it just is the way it goes. And so, yeah, this team's definitely got to focus on that. And I think they will. I think that they are, they're locked in and they know that they got a lot of work in front of them. And, but here's the thing, though, too, Wes. I know we're, we got, we're looking ahead to just the next 10 games, and obviously that's where the, the money's going to be made as far as making the tournament. But besides maybe Auburn, though, I'm not saying Arkansas will win all these games, but is there any game on the schedule where you say, hey, Arkansas's not going to win that one? I, just because it's just the way the SEC is where – even the best of the best teams can be beaten by a team like Arkansas, and also some of the worst teams can beat Arkansas. It just seems like any given day uh, anybody can beat anybody, and that's kind of how I look at the rest of the SEC schedule is, yeah, it's tough, but I don't see any game where I feel like it's too much of a hill to climb for Arkansas to get a victory. No, Auburn doesn't even. At Bud Walton Arena, they can beat anybody when they're playing and that crowd mm-hmm. is like that, and they keep winning a couple more games. That environment for Auburn's going to be – Electric. Unbelievable. We got to take a break. It's our last one of the show. When we come back, we'll take a look around the SEC. You got the SEC Big 12 Challenge. We'll see how it's going. This is the Guatney Automotive Post Game Show. Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer is a proud sponsor of the big game. Since 1957, Guadney has had its own winning team. And with brand new team member Devo Davis, they can't lose. I'm proud to know I have the support of my personal hometown dealership, Guadney Chevrolet. Trading with Guadney is a slam dunk. Guadney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 982-2102, guadneychevrolet.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. Go Guadney or go home. Now, you have an all-new option to tackle sprains, strains, breaks, and pains when you or your child has an accident on or off the field. Make your first stop Ortho Arkansas Urgent Care in Little Rock or their new location in North Little Rock. Ortho Arkansas Urgent Care gives you immediate access to specialized orthopedic care without the cost and weight of an emergency room. And you'll get access to Ortho Arkansas's comprehensive orthopedic care for you or your young champion's needs. Find a location and hours at orthoarkansas.com. Make this year your year in a Cadillac. Pursue your boldest ambitions in a Cadillac SUV. Or lead the way with the dynamic performance of a Cadillac sedan. Because in a Cadillac, only the exceptional awaits. So visit a Cadillac showroom and start your year in style today. Visit Parker Cadillac and Greg Orr Cadillac today. This is Anthony Lucas for Born Heffley Orthopedics. Athletes know minor aches and pains are part of the game, but when aches and pains progress over time and turn into something more serious, Arkansas athletes like me ask for Born Heffley Orthopedics. Born Heffley Orthopedics is one of the oldest and well-known orthopedic practices in the state with offices all across central Arkansas. You're never far from our knowledgeable folks. If an injury is keeping you on the bench, do what I do. Schedule an appointment with a surgeon at Born Heffley Orthopedics. The Garland Towers Senior Living Facility on Oriole Street, just off Park Avenue, was formerly the Jack Tar Motel and Bathhouse. It was the last bathhouse and the longest run of the thermal water in the National Park. Designed by renowned local architect I. Granger McDaniel, 
The hotel was owned by retired mafia kingpin Frank Costello. This moment in history is brought to you by the Gangster Museum of America and the Hattery, the oldest name in Hot Springs headwear, located at 510 Central Avenue. When you bank at First Security, you're choosing better for yourself and fellow Arkansans. Better service from friendly professionals who really invest in your goals. Better solutions with convenient tools and smart resources. And better support for the things that matter to you, as well as the communities that matter to us all. Because finding your better at First Security makes Arkansas better too. First Security. Bank better. Member FDIC. At Roller Funeral Homes, some of the families we serve tell us they would like to add individual touches to the funeral services that makes it special for them. I am Renata Jenkins-Byler. We are always glad to accommodate their wishes. In fact, we can offer suggestions on ways a funeral, a service, or even a celebration of life can be personalized to make it truly meaningful for your family. We understand this importance at Roller Funeral Homes and help to carry out your needs and wishes. Roller Funeral Homes, with all our respect. The Big Game is brought to you by Pulaski County's only Buick GMC dealer. Guadney Buick GMC. Shop the latest GM has to offer. Encore, Terrain, Yukon, or the most advanced tailgating machine in the business. GMC Sierra. Give us a call. 945-4444 or shop us online, GuadneyBuickGMC.com. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. GMC, we are professional grade. Guadney for Buick, Guadney for GMC, Guadney for life. Likes into the front court. They look to trap. Chris dribbles way out on the floor, skips it to Abude at the left block. Devo gets to the basket. Mister kicked it out. Ball knocked away to Likes, and he hits a two-pointer on the right wing. Welcome back to the Gluttony Automotive Post Game Show. It was good to see Chris Likes play better. Chris Likes had eight minutes tonight, six points, hit all four of his free throws. That jumper right there you just heard had a couple of rebounds. Only one turnover tonight. So that is a step in the right direction. John, you know, a lot of people have been down on Likes. I think he was in the doghouse, but tonight, this in the first half this afternoon, he got some minutes and he performed better. Yeah, he didn't suck, and I think that that's a step in the right direction. Maybe I'm being too harsh, but it, it's just he has had problems. He's had major problems, man, and, and I liked that he's coming in and just they, – they got a short leash on him, and yeah. I think that that's good. People will say, well, how that's good for confidence, but I think it's good for confidence. I think it's like you can go in, just do some small things here, man, and if you make some good plays, make some good passes, make some good decisions – We'll give you those more opportunities, but I feel like, uh, Wes, that, that's just what we're going to see. Hopefully, that's all we see of likes the rest of the year is just when Note needs a break, he comes in, maybe gets anywhere between five, eight, ten minutes a game at the most. I think that that's fine just as long as uh, he's not being a turnover machine and taking care of the basketball. Yeah, that's uh, one of the big things he does have to uh... – be a little smarter with the ball. One, let's take a call real quick before we hit the uh, scoreboard. Savage joins us now. Savage, welcome in. What's going on, guys? Yeah, hey, man. That's a great win for the Razorbacks, but, you know, Bebo really scares me at the point guard. He, I mean, he seems like he's gotten really wild. You know, he's all over the place when yep. he dribbles. And then I know he's splitting time with Amude, and Amude's not a point guard. But how do you get Amude? He seems like he plays – he gets better and better as the game goes along, but then he pulls him out for these long periods of time. 
which I'll salt on that and I get off here. Thanks, uh, Savage. You know what? Coach Musselman just said he might have made a mistake. He might have put should have put a Mude back in and, and there at the end give, and gave him a couple more minutes. He said four more minutes that he thought he deserved it with the way he played in the first half. Uh, Debo is loose with the ball. Uh, he had two turnovers tonight, so we've seen worse. Uh, but he also had three assists. So, you know what, Debo's uh, – he's uh, – Look, we need him to come out of his funk because he is a uh, important piece of this puzzle for them to make a, a deeper run than we're than they would right now. The best it's, it sounds weird to say this, Wes, but the best Devo is is when the ball's not in his hands. Yeah, uh, I mean, because he, he's he, I don't he doesn't need to take another three. He needs to stop shooting threes. He can't shoot threes. <laughs> I don't want to see him shoot threes. Uh, he's not very good at free throws. He's not good at passing. He's not good at dribbling. Not to say that he can never touch the ball, but that's just not what he's comfortable and that's not what he's good at right now. So I think that the less that he has the ball in his hands, the better Arkansas is. Sometimes it's just forced to be that way. But, man, it's just I want him to succeed so bad. We all do. We know what he's capable of. But it just seems like whatever it is, shooting the ball, handling the ball, just having the ball is a problem for Devo Davis. Let's take a look at the SEC uh, scoreboard, the SEC Big 12 Challenge. Uh, TCU started it off with a win over LSU, 77-68. Then Arkansas got the SEC's first win with a 77-68 win over West Virginia. How about that? The same exact scores. Auburn takes care of Oklahoma, 86-68. So the Tigers win by 18. That was a closer game at one point. And Iowa State... Uh, knocks off Missouri 67 to 50. So four games completed, uh, 2-2 right now. Uh, Iowa State Missouri was close for a while, and Iowa State pulled it out. Games going on right now. Baylor just hit a deep three. It is a five-point game. I think Alabama was up 15 a, a few minutes ago, and Baylor's come storming back. It's 65 to 60. They're on the uh, under eight timeouts about to come up. 68-62. I'll update you that. Uh, Alabama just hit a uh, three and Baylor hit a two. Uh, Florida has come storming back. They were down to Oklahoma State double digits and Florida now leads by four, 60 to 56 with six and a wow. half minutes to go. And Ole Miss leads Kansas State 58-48. There's about four minutes left in that game. So three games going on right now and the SEC leads all three and it's tied at two. I tell you what, if they win these three, I'm wrong. I, I did not think the SEC was going to do well. I had them at three wins. That would put them at five. That's awesome for the SEC. Yeah, I think I was thinking very optimistically and having them at six just because I, you know, you never know what they're going to happen in these games. But I can tell you, Wes, one of the games I did not pick was, uh, you know, ba Baylor losing to Bama. You know, that was not a mm -hmm. game that I thought would be uh, would be even a, even a possibility. So, uh, but yeah, the SEC has been performing pretty well in Auburn. I don't want to look too far ahead, though, Wes. But you know, Auburn's got some pretty winnable games in front of them leading into the Arkansas game. If fun stat for everybody, if Auburn is number one when they're heading into Fayetteville, it'll be the first time a number one team has come into Bud Walton Arena in history. Ever the first time ever. ever. I thought that ever. I thought that that stat was incredible because you know there's been a few number two teams. In fact, four number two teams have come into Arkansas and the Bud Walton Arena, and Arkansas is actually 2-2 two and two in those games. But uh, that'll be the first time Arkansas ever has a number one team in uh, Bud Walton Arena, and only the third time in history because they played Houston one time uh, where Arkansas got the victory, and, of course, the other time was UNLV 
when Arkansas lost that game. So there could be some history coming up if Auburn maintains the hmm. the winning streak that they're on, too. That would be a lot of fun. That would be a great night, a night to remember. All right, that's going to do it. we got to go. Mm-hmm. We're up against it. Thank you for joining us. Next up, Georgia, Tuesday night, 6 o'clock start. That means the Guatney Automotive Postgame Show will start around 8.30 Tuesday night. Hope you can join us then. For John Neighbors, I'm Wes Moore. Have a great Saturday night, everybody.